Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the Worst Movie Ever Made in Experiment, the movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Ackman. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow mad scientist, hey, uh, Rob Scucci and Bob Hasek. I almost said hey before I even announced you. Uh, uh, but what's up? Cobra time. Let's do it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. Um, I learned a new way to eat pizza um, mm. after watching <laughs> Cobra. Same. Whose turn is it to describe the movie? Is it your turn this week, Chris? Sure, I'll, I'll be happy to. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so I, Cobra, go, go ahead, Rob. I said, I'm, I'm great. We watched Cobra. I learned a new way to eat pizza. It's Chris turned the podcast. Before I toss it to you, Bob, I'll just say Marion Cabretti is a hard nosed cop who, uh, you know, has a stiff upper lip and a way of dealing with uh, terrorists that plague the town of, I guess, LA or something like that. And uh, that way is to beat them senseless or shoot them or stab them. And uh, other cops don't like that because it's not legal and it's like totally ridiculous. Uh, But that's the way he does things. And he saves a girl from uh, like a death cult, I guess, in this movie. Uh, So we're going to detail how he does that for you uh, after we hear from Bob. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing okay. I'm about to uh, next week. I'm I'm. I may be missing the podcast to interview Greg Sestero from the room. That's right. <laughs> uh, even Woo! if I don't miss, even if I don't miss the pod, I, I, I'm uh, teaching a coding camp next week, which wow. uh, mm. it, it doesn't mean anything in terms of movies because um, uh, I learned this week that Stallone should have stopped writing after Rocky. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. The fact that the same guy wrote this and Rocky is amazing. It amazes me. Yeah. Bob's going to be watching um, Hidden Figures all week to prepare for his uh, coding, his coding boot camp. Hidden Figures. (laughs) Oh, Christ. That movie sucks so bad. (laughs) Well, uh, speaking of movies sucking really bad, let's see how uh, YouTube patrons feel about this movie, Cobra. Yep. Uh, I got this off. I went to the paid version to look at the comments because, like I've said in the past, um, A, YouTube is a measuring stick for mental illness, and B, the paid version is an amplified version of that because people are throwing down money willingly to watch this. They're not just streaming it on Tubi. They're they're throwing down four bucks to get it in high (laughs) Can't Can't wait. This is one of those underrated films from the 80s that often gets overlooked. It's a gem of a find. Sly is awesome. You agree. (laughs) I remember this movie creeped me out as a kid. I had dreams I was being gutted by that big-ass knife. LOL, this movie is badass. I love it. (laughs) Next comment. 
love this in the mid 80s and still in 2020 this is a classic mm. next mm -hmm. comment this movie gave me so much nightmares as a kid it was also the reason why <laughs> subconsciously i was afraid of hospitals i now realized next comment mm -hmm. to be honest this is one of my favorite stallone films next comment mm. this movie inspired me to be a bylaw peace officer when I'm in uniform, I dress up like Cobra. Even my motto is, breaking bylaws are the disease. I'm the cure. What? <laughs> Next comment. That's somebody who upholds the law, who takes this movie seriously. Uh, right. Next comment. Uh, this movie taught everyone how to eat pizza the right way. The Cobra way. LOL. <laughs> and this one, I need to, I need to read out the uh, emojis on this one. And he damn sure was bad to the bone. Chicken leg, oh, bone emoji, and his shades don't get messed up one time. The rolling laughing emoji. Go head on, Sylvester Stallone, one of my all-time forever favorite actors next to Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Rolling laughing emoji. Love me some Scarface. <laughs> rolling laughing emoji. <laughs> what the hell is going on in that person's head? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yep. Okay, so I, I guess your uh, your guess for test number one, the worst of its kind, is going to be kind of high. This is the test where we compare the movie in question to those uh, in the surrounding community. Let's take it away with test number one, the worst of its kind. I think you might have a really big load of grumpy petrified poop up your soul's ass. Which is the worst of its kind? Well, it normally starts with a, a movie that the lead is also in. This one we mentioned already, believe it or not. At a 92, Stallone stars in Rocky. Oh. A, a hell of a movie. I like the... Uh, I, I think we should probably do Rocky 4 on this pod, but yeah. I still like it. No. Three. Three. Three's worse? Three's worse. Wow. Damn. Uh, Commando with Arnold. One we have done on this podcast, yep. a 67. Yeah. Another one that I think we should do, haven't done, but we did its brother, uh, Kickboxer, is Bloodsport with JCVD out of 46. Oh, yep. yeah. And then Lethal Weapon with Gibson and Glover in 82. Uh, Lethal Weapon 2, excuse me. Lethal Weapon. I don't know why it didn't give me one. It gave me two. 82 Those are there. fun movies. Those are very, I, 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 yeah, they're not great, but movies. they're fun. Yeah. Like sure. yeah. it's up there with Rush Hour three, and then the last one a sixty seven for Connery Cage and Ed Harris in The Rock. Oh wow! Another movie I really That's... like. Ah, uh -huh. yeah. Just having grown up around it, that gives us an average of seventy point eight. What do you guys think that Cobra had? Ninety. Ninety one. <laughs> uh Bob is much closer to the market. It was an 18, giving us a negative okay. 52.8 and worst of its kind. Really nice score. We'll see how it stacks up against our current season champion later. As for now, we will throw it to test number two. Here's where we summarize the movie once more for you, this time with a little more fun in a limerick. Number two, ain't that a pitch? Test number two. Oh, hi, Mark. This is the beginning of a scene. We talk about the movie, make the movie about the movie. In this case, the room. Ain't that a bitch? Hooray. So uh, excited. Who goes first? Uh, I guess, is, is it my turn? I have no idea. 
I don't know either. I'll go. I've, I've lost track. I went last last time, so I'll go first this time. Yeah, let's do that. All right. There once was this guy, Sly, who wasn't thinking and wrote a script that probably needed some tinkering. Hmm. With a worse soundtrack than your and wow. more nonsense you can't ignore. <laughs> and what the fuck was up with all the axe clinking? <laughs> there was a lot of axe clinking. All right, I don't think I should finish this off because mine's uh, not great. It's a little sarcastic. Can I go <laughs> second, Rob? Yeah, go for it, man. A hard-nosed rip cop is Marion Cabretti with guns, knives, and fists all at the ready. He saves a girl from assault from a dangerous cult in this rip-roaring piece of 80s action spaghetti. All right. All right. All right. Not bad. You undersold yeah, yourself on that. That was pretty good. Thanks. All right. There once was a man named Sly who used scissors to cut his pizza pie. <laughs> he saved the damsel in distress, <laughs> put his car to the test, and made sure that the night slasher died. Dude, uh, uh, Rob, five. Yeah, Rob, four, because of the pizza Okay. Cutter. All right. Cool. Four and a half, right? Very nice, Rob. Yeah, four and a half. Uh, we'll see who won last week with Old Dogs uh, later. For now, I'll jot that down as we head to test number three, the most offensive. Cool. Hey, do you guys want to talk about all the offensive parts that we witnessed in this movie? In a few minutes, bitch. <laughs> Never gets old. You know, in the... Um... No, I'm still... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm still uh, blown away that none of us talked about the bumpers together, and we all did a room bumper. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I went down like a rabbit hole a while back, like uh, shortly after this episode, and apparently that scene had to be reshot yeah. several times because the crew was laughing so loud at the in a few minutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I came across that myself. Um, <laughs> so what we're doing here is uh, we're giving you all of the things that we notice that are uh, offensive nowadays. Sometimes offensive even then, in poor taste, what have you. Starting with number one, murder on aisle five. Yep. I thought it was pretty weird in the store. Uh, right in the beginning, this bad guy, he's like a typical bad guy who just like has nothing to lose. So he starts shooting up a, a store. He like decides really late that he's going to kill somebody, which um, I was surprised by. And he had the guy run away and then shoots him in the back. Yeah, and not sure what the game was about. He he he, yeah. he barges in. He starts shooting beans and soda, and then <laughs> nothing for a while. Then he just shoots a guy in the back with a shotgun, which is kind of weird. Yeah, they're telling him he's free to go. Yeah, yeah, that's what's fucked up. Number two, mid madman mission marketing. So Cabretti mm. goes in there, and he's going to take down this bad guy that's shooting. And uh, he takes the time to crack open a Coors Light and start drinking it. People's lives yeah. are at stake, and he's drinking, having a merry old time. It was regular Coors, Chris. Yeah. It was oh, the I'm it sorry. Was the I forgot yeah. that that exists. It is only Coors Light for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number three, card chase with key witness cargo. Yeah. He didn't yeah. have to. So so after there's a shootout, he decides to chase down a bunch of bad guys in their cars with his with the the key witness who can finger the bad guy on uh in the passenger seat of his car. Putting her life yeah. at risk. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. I thought you were uh, about to say say something. No, that um, was just my finger. 
Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, nice finger. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> here's a here's a theme we've been uh, running with, and I don't know if we can confirm, but I'm pretty sure there was number four, some cop witness bing bong. Mm-hmm. I mean, Not come on. But yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. like, come over here. And he's like, you should be sleeping. She's like, mm-hmm. but I want to have sex. And he's like, all right, I'll have sex with you. And he goes over there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure it happened. It happened. <laughs> yeah, it totally happened. Uh, all right, number five, and and I've got three more. Two of them are clips, actually. Number five, you've got to uh, you got to come along with me on this journey. Naming sure. Nielsen nuts. Did you know? Do you know what the character's name is? No, I You're think a... her name is. She was like a um, police database, and you see the screen or the hospital database, and you see the screen yeah. of of her room. And uh, oh, her name is Ingrid Nutson. <laughs> so, so I guess she looked at, um, you know, like Eastern European enough that they changed her name from Bridget Nielsen to Ingrid Nutson. <laughs> Just thought it was a pretty funny uh, name to choose. Uh, let's let's throw it to the first clip of the most offensive. Uh, it probably should be the the last of the offensive, but we'll, we'll go with it now. And this one is number six. It's called Creep. It's all right, I'll take it from here. You sure? No problem, her car's right over there. Okay. Well, you're in good hands. Good night. So listen, I still think if you wanted to, you could be doing a lot bigger layouts. It's up to you, but I could help. I don't want to have to play all these games. Games? What, games? You know what, games. Look, I'd be sick not to want to sleep with you. Okay, then don't do it for me, (laughs) do it for your career. Why you something? It's not like I'm asking you to marry me. <laughs> so I can see it's going to take some time to make you change your mind. So where do you want to eat? Please, Dan, I'm not hungry. Look, this, I'm not doing this for me. Really, look, I'm just trying to help you find happiness. Damn. He's trying every trick in the scumbag book, huh? And kids, that is the story of how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to put yeah. the nut and nuts in, huh? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Literally. Man, oh man. Uh, yeah, I, you don't have to explain that one. You heard it for yourself. That guy is just trying as hard as he can to get laid by what they say is an attractive supermodel. I might have other yeah. feelings, but we'll get to that in the catch-all. Uh, how about another clip for the most offensive? We're doing two this week, a little uh, unusual, but um, I like it. Let's go with hard feelings. Good, ready. No hard feelings. You uh, kind of overdid it around here. I personally would have looked for a more subtle solution, but that's not your style. No hard feelings. No hard feelings, pal. No Pal. Go, bro. Come on, I'll give you a lift. No, I got my own transportation. <laughs> you ready? Ready, Marion. Catch your name, is it? 
as he rides off into the sunset. The, the, the guy that comes over is like the chief of police, and he just watched Marion Capretti punch, uh, I forget the other guy's name, in the face. Yeah. Another cop assaulting another cop, and he's like, hey, you need a lift? <laughs> he doesn't say yeah. a fucking word about it. He's like, yeah, I guess he deserved it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Uh, you guys want to mention anything I missed? Uh, no, nah, I got mostly catch-all stuff. Yeah, not for bad taste, no. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised. It's funny that Old Dogs had more uh, outrageous content than Cobra. You would think that an 80s slasher action movie would have uh, more offensive than, than Old Dogs, but we'll see how the individual uh, offensive things stack up against each other later. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, test number four, the worst dialogue. Do you like what you see? Would you like to touch what you see? Would you like to go out with me? Would you like to fuck me? Just the worst dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, there's plenty of it here. So we're going to do all five clips. I'm thinking about next season going back to doing some uh, voice work myself. I think it'd be funny <laughs> if I had to do like Bridget Nielsen. You know, I, I realized that if I had yeah. to do like, you know, a, a six foot tall, like uh, Scandinavian woman, it'd be funny. Yeah. But um, All right. Number five. Judge. Can I ask you something? Sure, what's that? Why were you fighting with the other police? Well, sometimes they don't buy what I believe. There's all these crazy people everywhere. Why can't the police just put them away and keep them away? I tell them to the judge. What do you mean? We put them away, they let them out. This was sick. Like I said, you gotta tell it to the judge. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you gotta yeah. tell it to the judge. That's yeah. a typical blue-collar Stallone using blue-collar language to appeal to blue-collar people watching this blue-collar mm -hmm. movie. I guess pretty lame. Disappointing lack of Bruce Springsteen on the soundtrack. Now that you frame it that way, yeah, you know that, that would <laughs> and some Neil Diamond would have gotten there. This you know? is your hometown. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they did uh, they did okay by me because they brought in Robert Tepper, uh, or Tepper. I think it's Tepper, but I had this in the catch-all. Um, Robert Tepper did uh, Angel in the City, I believe it was for this movie, which sucked. Yeah. But in Rocky Four, which we mentioned already, he did. Uh, there's no easy way out. Damn, damn. Yeah. There's no sh and that song fucking. It banks. It's such a good song. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Number four, yard. This is little one. You almost got everyone killed doing it your way. Now maybe you'll do it the right way. They've got somebody on the inside. Hard accusation, Capretti. Can you prove it? Huh? Chief Hello, I was asking for an answer. <laughs> Not yet. Look, I understand what we're dealing with. Just don't make things harder than they are. Monty tells me you're holding a sketch of the suspected killer. What is this, a goddamn game? <laughs> you didn't say the magic word. What magic word? Please. <laughs> All right, enough of this bullshit. Do you understand? You bet. That's it. Capretti, do you know you have an attitude problem? 
Yeah, but it's just a little one. Oh. No. <laughs> so <laughs> so bad. Did. No. He what didn't. is that? Is that a laugh line? Are we, yeah. Was that a, or was that a tough guy line? What was that? I don't. I that didn't translate. I think it might have been humor, right? He's yes. acknowledging his egregious acts of the wanton destruction of property, which should be added to the. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, but that just, should have been the most he's offensive. Down, he's downplaying it, you know. Yeah, the mayor's gonna have my ass. He's like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine." Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I get the killer. I might destroy the whole town in the process, and I might kill some innocent people. But it's just a little problem, anyway. We're gonna throw it to <laughs> number three. Meat. Great day for junk food, babe. Why don't you add a little meat to your diet? No, thanks. I hate frog legs. What? Hi. Hi. You want? Thank you. Fellow garbage belly. <laughs> How you doing? All right. What about you? Not bad. Where are we going? You're going to have to ask Cobra. He's the expert on this. He doesn't look like an expert, does he? I know. He looks like a fugitive from the 50s, but he sure is great at catching psychos. He's a part of the zombie squad. What's the zombie squad? The bottom line. <laughs> Fuck, he's good. That Exactly. That, that's, that's exactly what... That was the so we said this before in our text, but uh, Alone is also a narcissist. Clearly, you know because yeah. he he had a lot of power in this movie, and it, he it's one of those fuck he's good movies, like Rob puts it, which is a great way to put it. Uh, but he's yeah. a little more subtle. Yeah, like his garbage belly friend would have been like, I saw him take out fifty seven monsters in Albany, New York, thirty two yeah. days ago, and it was cr-. you know like he would have been like. Given given all the uh, the pump to his character, but uh, it's not a Seagull movie. It's yeah. a Stallone movie, so it's a little more subtle than that. You want He's the part of the zombie? This, guy, this guy's the commander. You leave him in Venezuela with a bikini underwear, <laughs> and he'll show up with fifty thousand pesos and a million dollars smile. <laughs> He's the patron saint of problem fixing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, now he, he he's part of the zombie squad, which they keep saying because I think they thought it sounded cool, but they don't explain what that is. Yeah, they never do. Like it's an elite group or something. The only explanation we got, you just heard, in that it's uh, it's like guys who get things done or whatever the guy says. Yeah. Like, the bottom line, you can call them. In that clip, by the way, he was drinking a Coca-Cola Classic, which was a <laughs> a throwback Coke. It was only available like that one or two years. So it like really dated themselves with that one. Really? I, I remember I saw. Because they had Pepsi too. Not only that, but in the opening grocery store scene, Stallone was in front of a Pepsi case with Pepsi Free, which was only around for a couple of years, and Slice, which was only around for a couple of years. Slice. Like yeah. Slice Slice was the uh, Sprite, Sprite knockoff. There oh, several... I thought it was. Okay. There were several flavors of slice. One of them was orange. One was lemon okay. lime. One was you know, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, yeah that was the the Pepsi knockoff of Sprite. 
Well, thank you for that dalliance in uh, uh, soda history. It's actually something I find interesting because we we did uh, um, Aaron and I watched a, a Hulu episode on the making of uh, like giant corporations, and one of them was about uh, the Coke and Pepsi battle. And they did detail some of the like Coke and Pepsi missteps along the way, where yeah. they did things like, "Oh, we're rebranding and we're we're making the Coke taste more like Pepsi because people prefer the taste of Pepsi." And then it bombs because the Cokes fans are like, fuck that. And it, it was just a really interesting thing. It's on. You know what? I heard well, that it's, it's all outlined in this movie. All of it. I heard that <laughs> yes. new, Coke, new Coke was invented knowing they would go back yes. to Coke Classic because they wanted to transition from cane sugar to high fructose corn syrup. And if they went to a really awful tasting soda, they went back to the original formula, but swapped out the sugar with the syrup. People wouldn't notice. That's kind of how they put it in this uh, documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of right. fair. Anyway, I think, a, I think we need a spinoff podcast. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> three guys and their soda. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. The worst soda ever made. Yeah. <laughs> All I'll right, see. number one, Daddy. No. <laughs> Try it again, Rob. It's number. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> Wrong button. Well, it's okay. Uh, we get to hear lousy shot now. Ooh. It does matter. <laughs> You're a lousy shot. I don't like lousy shots. You wasted a kid for nothing. <laughs> now I think it's time to waste you. <laughs> Place up. Go ahead. I don't shot <laughs> Too long. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on! I had to include. I don't shop here. <laughs> Go ahead, blow up the store. I don't shop here. Kill everybody in this place. I don't shop here. <laughs> That's a good. That, that is good. You're right. I don't have a club card, so just waste fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that or the, uh, he's like, you're a lousy shot, and I don't like lousy shots. I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know which one's better, but that, that's honestly great. That is hard to, that's almost two, that's almost two right there. <laughs> yeah, I could have, I could have separated them. But. You know what, though? And he wasn't a bad shot. He shot a moving target with, <laughs> like, a shotgun that has a massive kickback, and he's clearly not of the right mind, so, like. Yeah, true. Pretty but good. then maybe maybe in the beginning he was actually trying to hit people when he was shooting soda and beans. <laughs> no, I think he was trying to hit soda and beans. <laughs> soda and beans. <laughs> All right, now it's time for number one, Daddy. And a drunk. You know what? Fuck it. Okay, this is typical trope dialogue, but just listen to what he says at the end. I couldn't believe it. I had to listen to it over and over again. Number one is Sucka. You won't do it, kid. You won't shoot. Murder is against the law. You have to take me in. If you can. Even I have rights, don't I? 
Kurt. Take me in. They'll say I'm insane. Won't they? The court is civilized, isn't it? Pig. But I'm not. This is where the law stops. And I start. Reminds me of Dread. I am the law. law. Yeah, it did sound like Dread. It sounded like Dread and uh, like Demolition Man. But at the very end, it sounded like Booker T, the wrestler, because he goes, Sucker. Sucker. <laughs> I couldn't believe he called him Sucker at yeah. the end. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. There's that. I, I mean, uh, the bad guy we've seen before. Uh, I had this in catch all, but I'll do it now. Do you can you guys think of the movie that we did on the pod uh, where that man, um, Brian Thompson? <sighs> Shoot, this feature is it kickboxer? Oh man, you're so close. <sighs> you are, you are, ex- you are on the exact right track. That blood sport and kickboxer, that being the movie I'm talking about, are like the, the three Shoot. we must do. What was it then? Was it the guy with the weird face from Greece 2? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, okay. Bob, I don't know if you were part of the pod yet. I'm pretty sure you were, though. Um, but it's that far back. It's uh, Lionheart. Oh, yes, yeah. I was he's, there. Yes. Yeah, Lionheart, he's, that's it. Leon, yes. Yeah, he's the right-hand man to the rich woman that's got him in the uh, fighting ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I looked at, through his filmography because I was like, he's going to be in Cyborg, or he's going to, you know, it's going to be three yeah. movies that he's in that we've done already but no that's the only one he uh he was featured in his name is brian thompson and he is an ugly mother <laughs> uh but i'm sure he's a nice guy anyway let's throw it to rob's ad read sure hi kids it's me ronald mcdonald and i'm on the set of my very first motion picture ever it's a movie called mac and me and it stars my little friend from outer space here his name is mac and I want to introduce you to him. Mac? Rob's Ad Read. This is the end of our <clears throat> our bad movie season. We're doing a good movie next week, which we'll announce at the end of the show. We so um, a longtime sponsor has asked me to... Um, this is our ho- uh, These are our highest cool. rated episodes, typically speaking, so they asked me to give them sure. a plug. So here we go. Today's episode of The Worst Movie Ever Made is brought to you by Microwave Hot Dogs at 3 a.m. Where did yes. we last leave off? Oh, Yes. The pounding at your motel door starts to match the pounding inside your own head. The days have bled together, and you can only assume that the front desk is doing a wellness check. Normally, when the do not disturb sign is hung from the doorknob for more than 48 hours, it's only a matter of time before you're reported missing by your loved ones and presumed dead by the motel staff. Loved ones, you wish. You wish you were in danger. You wish your life was truly on the line, and there were enough people to care about you to form a search party. But really, you're just in between opportunities, and that bitch Marlene took you for all you got. As you wait to hear back from the many recruiters you reach out to, you're spending your days reading beach bum books by the motel swimming pool and playing RPGs on your laptop between what can only be described as vigorous jerk-off sessions. (laughs) The doorknob, sticky. Taquitos on your paper plate, deflated, cold, and devoid of crunch. Your dreams, dead. But the microwave is vaguely clean and doesn't even have any cum in it, to the best of your recollection. (laughs) The hot dogs are at room temp and have been so for days but it's nothing a little spit shine can't fix. Hot dogs at 3 a.m. Embrace your new life and succumb to the glizzy. 
Uh, can succumb to the glizzy be yeah. in the write-up, but in all yes. caps? Yes. <laughs> I really want to make that a shirt. No. We need merch. Yes. <laughs> all right, let's move on to test number five, the worst production, Bob. Yeah. The worst movie ever made presents the worst production. You Hey guys, just came by to pick up the finished film. I'm going to miss that bumper next season. <laughs> yes, you are. The worst production this week is brought to you by Soda, Beans, and Big. All right. So I called I called the worst production this week rewrites and cuts. And it's kind of a long one. I apologize for the length That's of this fine. one. So this was so this was written with elements of the novel called Fair Game, which by the way was made into a movie of its own with Billy Baldwin and Cindy Crawford, which I want to I'm nominating for next season every week until yes. it wins. Okay. Okay, right. sick. Sounds All right, but, it, but really, um, St- Stallone had his own script that went uh, way higher. So, he, so Stallone wrote his own script based on Fair Game, but it was really his own script that went way higher of a budget than what the studio wanted. Uh, but because okay. Rambo was a success, they allowed it. Wow. Okay. Now, after they filmed it, it was given an X rating. But, oh, okay. Uh, there was so much graphic, bloody violence they had to cut, and then they they ended up cutting it so much more because of just runtime. Mm-hmm. So there was inconsistency, there were continuity errors, and uh, it, it, because it was cut so much, it just didn't make any sense. Now, some of the cuts yeah. they made were the first murder victim had her hands cut cut off. Uh, there wow. was an there was an extended autopsy scene. There was lingering shots of naked and mutilated bodies. Mm -hmm. There was a a longer death for the photographer. Remember the photographer that died in the parking garage? Yeah, by ass. He was was slipping on his own blood trying to escape. (laughs) And then then there were more townspeople being killed during that last motorcycle chase. And part of that was somebody getting hit in the face with an axe. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Now, here, here's a fun fact you're not going to find in fact or no fact. The body count of this movie was 52, wow. with 41 of them being killed by Cabretti. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me ask you this, Bob. In your research, did you know whether or not Stallone wrote this with crayons? <laughs> His script with like, construction paper? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it was construction paper, crayons, and some cray paper. Okay. <laughs> thought so give me blue i like blue i write my scripts with blue <laughs> you're right chris that's exactly that's exactly what i read <laughs> okay rewrites and cuts going in cool. uh yeah we'll see what we prefer later but for now let's uh throw in some worst acting and test number six the worst acting not hit her it's not true it's bullshit i did not hit her i did not Oh, hi, Mark. Just the worst acting. 
Okay, I'm, I'm so lazy that I didn't look up the translation for this. So maybe after the clip, one of you guys can uh, tell me, or maybe the three okay. of us will just look dumb. But uh, number one is Pinche. What's your problem, Sese? You touched my car, man. Get him, Get it, you know? What is Pinche? Yeah, me. <laughs> Clean up your act. She got to Marley, Pinche Otto. Yes. Yeah. Good trouble, man. Hey, you feel. You told him, man. Teach him, Yeah, all right. No. Okay, I looked it up. Um, Pinche by itself means lousy. Yes, I looked it up too. <laughs> colloquial term pinche hoto is fucking jack <laughs> fucking jack yeah <laughs> jack um, is a typical american name i guess i don't know yeah fucking maybe jack. yeah yeah listen here jack uh i just love when stallone i mean cobretti grabs him the guy who was in his parking spot i guess by the shirt mm-hmm. or it, well actually i should say he does rip his shirt, but before that, he says it's bad for your health, and he's like, "What?" And he like crumples up a cigarette, and you think he's talking about smoking, but he's like, "Me." <laughs> it's just like yeah. such a fucking line. Um, and then the guy says "pinche hoto," which I didn't know meant lousy Jack, but now I do. And then he turns and he kicks Copretti's tire. <laughs> That's his retaliation. Yeah, but the, the guy's wearing a wire. Like, what is that supposed to mean? It must have been, speaking of your continuity errors that I just found out about, Bob, um, there had to have been, there had to have had some significance at some point in one of the earlier iterations or something, right? I guess. I don't know. Like, he was wearing a wire and he like exposed it right away. And I'm like, was that supposed to be like a thing? And then they showed him later in a different shot. I don't know. I don't, I Did he don't rip his shirt off to, to show his cronies that he's not who he thinks they are or something yeah i i assume i assume in the cut it was the it was probably the the bad cop right that wired him up Mm. am i I am i crazy i i don't know i have no idea i didn't even realize he was wired you're talking about the the guy who calls him pinche when he rips his shirt it's to expose the wire well he ripped his shirt and there was a wire on him and i don't understand what the wire was all about you know what that might have just been like, um, you know how like the boom mic sometimes comes into the shot? That could have just been like the actor's mic for filming. <laughs> Still on was just riffing been. when he it ripped the guy's been. shirt. Did you see it? Oh, I, I saw it. Like, plain as day, I saw it. Yeah, because I've done interviews before, like for radio and shit, and you wear like a little lapel clip under your shirt. So it might have just been like, just like the sound guys. It could have just been like a technical, like something that you weren't supposed to see. No, that's hysterical. Yeah, that's I hope funny. I hope that's what it was. <laughs> and it's funny that we don't know which it is. Yeah, exactly. Never explain it. <laughs> it was never <laughs> never clarified. Yeah. All right, number two. Oh man, this is so gross. This is King Cobra. Mm. This thing's so far out of control, I don't know where to start. Let's start with the legal problems. <laughs> 
Of course we're going to have legal problems. This city's become one big goddamn battlefield. I don't want to hear this shit anymore. In about three days, the public's going to be screaming for federal assistance. I don't want FBI in here. Right, we got enough manpower here to handle it, so why can't we keep this under control? You because we're not cars. up against one man. We're up against an army of killers. I keep telling you guys that. How do you know that? I know, all right? You, you know. Well, this army theory sounds weak. Does it really? Yeah, real weak. I mean, what have you guys got, besides one scared woman, to back up anything you say? And your idea of taking her out of the city for, for protection is ridiculous. Is it? Yes, this is where the security is. Monty has a point. Maybe she'll be safer here where we can keep an eye on her instead of upstate. It won't work. Why not? Because we're dealing with fanatics who'll do anything to waste her, that's why. <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen, but I gotta say what I think. And I think this whole sorry ordeal is like some damn sick joke, if you ask me. Nobody asked you money. Well, that's just too bad, isn't it? Come on, let's face it. He doesn't give a rat's ass for this girl. She's just another piece of live bait so King Cabretti here can cut a new notch. You've already caused a lot of people to die. How about letting her live? I already told you. He, the only way you can kill Man Bear Pig is with molten hot lead, but no one's doing cereal. It's cereal. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i i thought every one of those like uh cops office scenes where they're talking about what to do and how to plan for the future with this like murderous cult yeah. about all of it was bad it just it's like um everybody's just waiting for their turn to speak yeah and and nobody yeah. cares about whether or not they're delivering their lines convincingly i think monty might have been the most convincing actor of the bunch yeah and he's just annoying so i don't even want to like him is that the guy from Hellraiser? Yes. That's the yeah, father from Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. He was on our podcast too. I knew I recognized mm -hmm. him and I was like, man, why? Why? I don't know why. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. Number three. Car. Come on. You did your best. I hope you're good. Well, that's nice of you. Uh, you're going to be all right. I'm gonna miss the dance finals. Listen, uh, can I get you anything? Yeah. I would kill for some gummy bears. Gummy bears. I'll see you at the hospital. Keep in touch. Don't drive too fast. Easy. All right. All right, guys, get off. Cobra, you did a hell of a job here. If you ever want to get a transfer from the zombie squad to something easier, or you need anything, just say the word. Well, I would like to have my car replaced. Yeah. We'd like to, but it's not in the budget. <laughs> well. Why did they have that in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's You'd what like to. <laughs> That's what we but, call it, Stallone but, cut. But paying for all the legal <laughs> issues you just created, we is in the budget. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we have all that. No problem. <laughs> um, so he's talking to Garbage Belly, uh, uh, who took a shot in his Garbage Belly yeah. uh, for Stallone, and or for Cabrera, I should say. And uh, he's like, the, the Garbage Belly guy goes, I'm going to miss the dance finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What the fuck is he talking about? Is this a scene that they got rid of? It's probably. I can't imagine they got rid of a scene in this movie. Or, yeah, right? <laughs> it, it's it's one of those um, continuity issues where they might have had a line somewhere where the guy was like really into 
dancing? Some kind of... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's go ahead and find there? this guy because I want to watch like America could dance, you know, on Sunday. And then like the, the, the operation went like longer than it should have. And yeah. Missed it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now he's going to the hospital where they don't have cable, I guess. Or gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's the next funny line is like, he's like, can I get you anything? He's like, I would kill for some gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I i don't know it's supposed to be character development right like we're supposed to think yeah. it's cool that there's like the t- tough cop you know who's been on the street for years is into junk food so much yeah. like he likes candy yeah i don't know it's like nice. liking candy kind of makes you soft right isn't that one of the things like if you're a man yeah. who likes candy you're kind of a little bitch right yeah <laughs> yeah bad teeth at least yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, the, the, hey, I'd like a new car. He's like, I'll get you anything you want, Cobrady. Let me know. He's like, a new car. He's like, no. <laughs> it's yeah. like, why did they even bother? Why did they <laughs> add that in? I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, weird. yeah, right after that, they punch, uh, or Cabretti punches Monty right in the face. Yeah. That's, that's the scene, like, basically just transitions right into that. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what we've got for, uh, bad acting. Let's, uh, find out what's, um, True and what's lies in fact or no fact, Bob. Take yes. it away. Fact or no fact. Money now and a lot more when I get in that office. I can take that to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. Blood bank. The blood bank. I have that saved in my camera roll. That just that one quote. Yeah. And I I, I watch it like probably twenty times a day. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I'm, like, I'm looking at pictures I took of the kids that I could send to my wife so she could have them on her phone. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the blood bank one. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's got a good little drum thing going. Okay, so, so the, movie, the movie was called Cobra, and I just shortened it to a text I get from my daughter very frequently. It just says, bruh. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> she gets upset. She gets impatient with me, and she just goes, bruh. Anyway. My 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 friend uh, Jay does that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait until your kids become your friends, and that's exactly what the shit you're gonna get. <laughs> Great, can't wait. All right, so we got four facts and one lie. Yeah. Find the lie, find the fact. Here we go. First one: the supporting cast and extras were forbidden from talking to Stallone on set. Second one. The final chase and kill spree was originally set at night, but mosquitoes at night were too much of a problem, so they changed it to daytime. Okay, third one. The author of the book this was loosely based on soon to get his name off the credits, but lost. Fourth, in, in an interview with Stallone, this is for Rob especially, because he mentioned it, he described the character of Marion Cabretti as Bruce Springsteen with a badge. <laughs> no and the, la- the last one, the script for Cobra was originally a rewrite for Beverly Hills Cop. Huh. Yeah, take, okay. take that. I got to find the lie. Yeah. No. As much as I want to believe number one, I want to say, even though he's kind of all of himself, I, I want to say that Stallone is, in fact, approachable. So I don't, I think that might be the lie. I'm just going to make that bold real quick on my little list. Um, 
but I also let's see. I I believe the mosquitoes thing because I feel like they they lacked foresight while making this movie, and that's like if you're on location, they, that's something that anybody should have thought of, but they didn't because they're the people that made this. So mm-hmm. I I, kind of, I believe the mosquito thing. Author of the book sued to get his name off credits, but lost. Uh, believable. But I don't know his name, and I didn't check the credits, so I can't confirm that. <laughs> uh, Stallone, in an interview, said the Bruce Springsteen. I believe that to be true, because like that is one of those things where if someone like me is capable of thinking of that parallel, then someone like Stallone so- may have actually made that parallel. <laughs> someone yeah, like me. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, script for Coba was originally a rewrite for Beverly Hills Cop. Isn't that a comedy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so maybe that's. But they rewrote it to be to be this. Um, so I'm torn between one and five. I'm gonna go with my gut and say Stallone is actually probably somewhat approachable slash down to earth, and they weren't forbidden to talk to him. So I'm gonna say that the fact that you said they were forbidden is the lie. Okay, I'm gonna thank. Uh... My my grandma, she goes by or used to Muti before she sadly passed away. Uh, she told me that Stallone was super full of himself and that he forbid people from looking at him and talking to him. And I thought that was in his like mansion, but maybe she was talking. Maybe she heard about this movie and how people were forbidden to talk to him. Uh, I like number two uh, that the. Um, mosquitoes were the reason to cancel the nighttime chase kill spray scene uh, because I don't think that they would have scheduled to have the chase scene at night anyway because of how hard it is to Lighting. see anything uh, and they f- probably felt by then that they need the contrast of day to, to night because most of the movie is dark and shitty and uh, stupid already so I'm going to go with number two that they were not planning on uh, doing the chase scene at night, ever. Bob's looking at you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, he is. I see that. <laughs> I'm going to go backward because of how exciting this is. Ooh. So Stallone was originally cast for the lead in Beverly Hills Cop. You guys know who wow. the lead was in Beverly Hills Cop, right? Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> so <laughs> Stallone was cast for that part and rewrote the entire thing. And they were like, this is violent, and this is not funny, and this is over budget. We're not making this movie. So he said, fuck it, I'm leaving this production, yeah, but- and, I'm make- and I'm making my own movie. And he made Cobra, based on Beverly Hills Cop original script. It's okay. not funny. <laughs> what about the stuffed cheeseburger joke he made? <laughs> <laughs> he also did say it was like Bruce Springsteen with a badge. I figured. Uh, the chase scene was originally at night because of mosquitoes. They change it to daytime. Oh, and shit. Chris, you were exactly right. The supporting cast and extras were not allowed to talk to Stallone wow. on set. The wow. author of the book didn't sue. He just made his own version of his book, which I told you I'm picking for a later oh, I see. Okay. So okay. we lose. <laughs> Yeah. Man, I started off so fucking strong this season. The last few fucking tragedy. Okay. Hey, it's it's still part of this season. You're you're still a winner in my eyes. 
True. Um, I win more than I lose for sure. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, this is a, this is a good season. This is a winning season. Winning yeah. season. Yeah, Rob. Team win. I'll let you in on this one. Thank you. Thank Bob you, just said it. Team win. So Chris and Rob win. Good it. season. All right. Before he says anything else, let's throw it at the catch-all. Time to have a little bit of fun with the catch-all. We're going to get our little nets. We're going to prance around like SpongeBob catching the jellyfish. And we're going to catch every darn little thing that we want to. Doesn't that sound like fun? Okay, Chris, real, real quick. Go ahead. Um, I, I often check the worst movie ever made email, which people could reach out to at www.theworstmovieevermade.com. And for some reason, we get a bunch of Quora things sent to our account. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I was just checking just to make uh, see if there were any emails or anything. And uh, Quora Digest, as a gynecologist, what gets you mad? <laughs> it's the question that's being asked. <laughs> <laughs> that. Well... So, if, if anybody knows or is a gynecologist that listens to the show, go to www.theworstmovieevermade.com. Shoot us an email. What grinds <laughs> those lady gears? I yeah, know. Tell, <laughs> tell us what gets you mad. <laughs> what pisses you off? Yeah. Oh, good. Good one. Uh, is it Stallone on a bike against the sunset in the beginning or is it the bad guy? I didn't know because the bad guy does arrive on a motorcycle, but you assume an opening like that is going to be the good guy every time i thought it was him too because he had the same like haircut right but yeah. he drives a car yeah he does he does I, he is seen on a motorcycle during the movie though isn't he yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Someone hey, else at is. the very end at the very end anyway uh bad guy colt knocking axes together in an <sighs> an industrial arena uh, again so yeah, yeah. axe clinking it's... was in my pitch <laughs> it was I'm just wondering if, like, No Holds Barred, the, I think, second movie we did this season, maybe third, um, there's an industrial arena. And I think this is our third industrial arena where, where combat is uh, undertaken. Is it our third? It could be. I feel like I said it again uh, somewhere along the line. And now what I was one? Look. One was, was No it? Holds Barred. The, okay. the, the guy from the uh, network, like, World Television I network thought that was two. I thought that was the second one. Uh, no, well, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the second episode of the season, right? That's oh, okay. But it was I'm the first time we got a ground. Into, what, on deadly ground. Oh, enough. yeah, that's right. Because yeah, because because of the um the like oil drilling area or whatever. You're right. It could have been right. Doom too, I guess. Maybe we had four. It has to be. It's got to be a budget thing because you're on location, but it's a contained area where you could film without getting permits to close streets off. I yeah. think that's why action movies often have warehouses and shit. Well, even even one of our good movies that I can think of had an industrial arena. Oh, Army of One. Yeah, I know. Well, that, that was a good movie? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of Terminator 2. Oh, yep, yep. At, at the end, when they're like near the like industrial melted steel or whatever, and they're, yep. they're all fighting it out. Yeah, um, I guess so. Anyway, crazy, ugly, bad guy out here shooting fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, negotiator, no one wants to hurt you. We want to help you. No one wants to hurt you. We want to help you. <laughs> Ten times. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where did he go to school? Uh, yeah. yeah. 
uh, hey, that's Babe Ruth from The Sandlot movie from my childhood. Yeah. It turns out it wasn't the chief because he calls the older guy chief, uh, but he's oh, like right. the captain or something. Yeah. Um, Cobra, you're a disease and I'm the cure. Almost made worse dialogue. It's uh-huh. kind of the tagline for the movie as we heard in YouTube. Mm-hmm. I love when bad guys scream, die, before they turn to shoot the bad, the good guy. <laughs> yes. It's, it's letting, letting them know what your plans are. Uh, awful soundtrack, Bob. I agree. Yeah. And, and the worst song was, working too hard, trying to make a living. I fucking <laughs> hated that. <laughs> uh all right, I wrote in the. I, I knew that we'd get to it before the catch-all, but it doesn't. It doesn't hurt to uh, say it again. He cuts a piece of pizza with scissors. <laughs> I yeah, put an exclamation it, mark next to it. In the most bizarre way, he didn't like cut a piece from a pie. He cut a no. piece in half. Not even half. Not even half. He cut like a third. The scene is set up like he's grabbing leftover pizza and eggs, but he opens the egg carton and then there's a bunch of gun cleaning stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it was all in the freezer. All of it was in the freezer. Did you notice that? Just keeping it clean, I, I guess. It wasn't yeah. in the fridge. It was in the freezer. <laughs> weird. Extra weird. But yeah, I guess he figures that pizza has enough cal- uh, caloric like uh, value that you can survive off of one pizza for a really long time if you order meats and stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll get a like a DiGiorno and I'll just cut it with scissors and eat a little triangle every day, once go. a day for like two weeks. See how that goes. I've been doing that for like two years. I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, were they culinary scissors or does he just not give a fuck? He just doesn't give a fuck. Night Slasher is a Night Stalker reference for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was around the same time, I think the Night Stalker was eighty four, and this was eighty six. I don't know how long yeah. the Richard Ramirez um, run was, but it was in the news for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Stallone wanted a movie where he kills Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what that is. Uh, the main bad guy has been on the pod. Oh, okay, so we we did that already. I said it. I should just skip us. Uh, lots of dietary dialogue between buddy cops. Yes. Yeah. Like the only thing they talked about was the fact that Stallone ate healthy and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was a thing they did it in like Lethal Weapon too. I think Lethal Weapon as well, not Lethal Weapon like the actual second. Yeah, not the one that we mentioned. Like, before. there's always like, oh man, that's just gonna kill you. And like, I'm two days away from retirement, and then like, you know, they die in a hell. It's <laughs> exactly uh, right. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Uh, very strange scene transition with robots, prostitutes, Bridget Nielsen, and pawn shops. <laughs> oh my god, that was hysterical! I, I was my, my trailer is just my reaction. I laughed so hard during that part, I had to pause it. <laughs> the gummy had already hit when I was watching this, and I was just like, what? I had to like rewatch the scene. I was like, is this important? <laughs> it's a fucking movie, and and for our younger audience, of course, he means gummy bears, just like uh, garbage yes. belly. The, the just like garbage belly, yes, yeah, just like yes. garbage belly, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, investigation montage—that's what that was. It's just very strange to see like the the uh, street beats done with no dialogue or anything. They're just yeah. walking around. Like usually, the um, people writing the movie like to add this stuff in so that the investigator seems like an investigator. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, 
Okay, I already mentioned Robert Tepper. Just so you know, I thought uh, No Easy Way Out is awesome. Yeah. I've also thought Bridget Nielsen is gross, like, forever. Yeah. I've, I've always thought she's nasty. I don't fucking get it. It's, it's She's not Saggy Gyllenhaal level, but she's just below. She's well, not, like, top billing status. Well, no. she always she always has the short hair, right? Yeah, and, she has the short hair, and then she, she it, just looks like... In this movie, she wore a wig the whole time. She had longer hair because uh, that was her character, but she actually had short hair the whole time. Yeah, I, don't, I, I was never into that, like, 80s chic, like, slick look on a, a little lady. It's just not my type. So, no, whatever. I, I mean, good, good for you. You're nice and powerful, but, like, I'm just not interested in Brienne of Tarth. You know, I'm just not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the molesty cameraman deserved the axe, I wrote. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he did. Apparently, it was it was funny because he was slipping on his blood and stuff, but we didn't get to see that. <laughs> um, I wrote that the van absolutely annihilates the security guard. Yeah, and, and it it runs into concrete like at high speed, so it would have totaled for sure. Like they pancake the security guard be- between like the the elevator wall and and the van. Yeah, apparently the the stunt driver got hurt in that that shot. No shit. That's fair. Well, if it wasn't a crash dummy, then he's probably going to get hurt because they really fucking rammed into that wall pretty hard. Yeah, it really did. Um, But it's weird because it's a murder scene in a parking lot. There's gunshots and and cars crashing and shit. Uh, And they nearly destroyed the van, and then they drive away in it, this creepy destroyed van, out of the parking garage with cops in the area. They're at least close enough that we can hear their siren. Yeah, and yeah. nobody says anything. And here's another instance of this. Mm-hmm. It's when the bad guy, dressed as a janitor, is leaving the hospital covered in blood. And nobody's, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's covered in blood and he's the janitor. Like, do they have these mishaps all the time where you just, like, janitors are sweeping around. They just accidentally knock over pints of important blood that was taken yeah. from people for samples Knocking and shit. Pints of important blood that's going in there. <laughs> He's just painting uh, hazardous material containers. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's the bad guy doing anyway in the bathroom? Is he dyeing his hair? It, that's the disguise yes, for him? I don't know. That was weird. Yeah. I, I wrote, Rob, and you said this earlier, but I don't know if you guys recognize me with my hair dye and my glasses. <laughs> yeah. He's like the ugliest person in L.A., and he's yeah. a murder suspect, and they've done a draw-up, like the, the uh, sketch of him. Yeah, and he just dyes his hair and wears glasses and goes to the hospital yeah. himself instead of sending like goons to kill her. I don't fucking understand yeah. it. The only one that they have a sketch of, and they send him to go fucking kill. Her. I think they did that. that. That had to have been with the continuity errors because he didn't have much screen time up to that point, so they had to get him yeah. in somewhere. Yeah, right? I guess. So. I guess. Yeah. It's it, I, it's because they liked his his vocal fry. He was doing. Uh. He and Stallone <laughs> were competing vocal Big. fry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pig, you're a fucking pig, pig. Sucker. <laughs> uh, did you know Cabretti was a lieutenant? They only told us once. Yes, once. Yeah. Once. Uh, now the Latino punks move their car uh, for King Cobra, no questions asked. Yeah. Hey, that, that whole exchange, um, it bothered me because, yeah, they were kind of like double parked or whatever. But does that warrant somebody ramming your vehicle? Out of the way, coming out, taking your cigarette and ripping your shirt, and then getting zero <laughs> retaliation aside from someone kicking a hubcap. 
Hey, yeah. Cobra is where the law ends and he begins. That's, That's right. <laughs> I, I forgot about that one. That one crucial plot point. Sorry. Yep. Samurai cop style police officer distracted by pretty nurse. Yep. I, yes. I was drawing. I was drawing a lot of similarities between Samurai Cop, Samurai cop in this movie. Oh, oh, oh. oh. So, um, <laughs> I made my sister and my brother in law watch Samurai Cop when they were visiting. Nice. And he he was doing the uh, the Wikipedia rabbit hole, and I didn't want to say <laughs> it on the show because I I didn't know if it was gonna be in fact or no fact, but I just remembered it. Yeah. The main guy from Samurai Cop was Sylvester Stallone's bodyguard in real life. Yes, he was. Yes. Oh he was. no shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he was. So we actually can do karate. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the nurse is clearly terrified. Uh, I'm like, go, just go get the cop. Because she was like, I'll take care of it. I'll, yeah. I'll tell the janitor not to sweep or whatever. And then she's yeah. like, really, really scared. Yeah. She she gets the vibe. Yep. Uh, the Shining blade through the door ripoff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty clear ripoff. Uh. Bridget Nielsen's Nutsen just runs into a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> she's trying to escape. She's not looking where she's going. She just runs into a wheelchair, falls over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if the cop lady is the only cop that's crooked, it's nonsensical because there had to be somebody higher up than her. We never find out that that's true, but there had to be. Otherwise, she assigned herself to the witness protection case. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 okay, I have something for that. I, I'll add it now. Shoot. Apparently, the guy that was in Hellraiser. Yes. I, I don't know his name. The guy that was punched Monty. at the end. Monty. In the original movie, before edits, he was the kingpin of the underground mm. movement. He, he was like the guy in charge of the New Order or whatever the hell they called themselves. Yeah. I like uh, that better. Yeah, and and when Stallone actually killed him or punched him or something at the end, uh, to you know to end the whole reign. So yeah, yeah that made that 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 would have fixed that error. Yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been better. But for it was sure. Good. Uh, driving on the sidewalk trope, got a few of them coming up. Yeah, but uh, he's okay. So he's going a hundred on the highway, and he spins the car around. Then he shoots, he, he goes, he's going in reverse on the highway now at 100 still. And yeah. he shoots at the truck three times and yeah. it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he spins the car back around. And then he spins around again. Yeah, that's right. He's full speed. <laughs> and he keeps full chasing. Speed Doesn't even slow down or have any drag. Yeah, it's just yeah, still nothing. Full nothing. He's still right yeah. on their tail. Yeah, no problem. And then uh, his car also has nitrous. It's a nice nitrous trope. Yep. Do, do we know? Is, is that a thing? Like, do, can you shoot nitrous into your engine and go faster? Is is that real, or is that just like a movie? I thing? think I think it is grounded in reality. Like, I think it for like muscle cars because like muscle cars are not meant not in that not in this kind of application, but muscle cars are meant to do short bursts quickly. They're yeah. not meant for it's not meant for long sustained driving though. It's meant for drag racing, yeah, like Formula One racing okay. or something like that. I could be wrong though. But that's what yeah. I gathered. You, you'd figure this whole like the nitrous trope would have some backing. So I, I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it is true. It just email us. Let us know. Rob, where, where can they uh, shoot us an email? Oh, yeah. www.thewortsmovieevermade.com. Click the envelope. Let us know about your nitrous um, insight. You know, and if you, if you like what we do, why don't you uh, gently caress the subscribe button on YouTube Yeah, while you're there? Well, you know? And if you dislike what we do, make fun of us. Please email us. Email yes. us. And make fun of us. 
we had, we had just had an email last week or, or the week before, and we weren't made fun of nearly enough for my liking. But th- well, that's, that's how we ended. That's that's how we ended up with Cobra. Cobra. Yeah, yeah, that is how we ended up with Cobra. So keep that in mind if you uh, really want us to do a particular movie, we will do it. No questions asked. If you fucking email us, but you have to also make fun of us. You must. Yeah. I want to hear what's wrong with me so that I can improve. Please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll draft an email after the show. <laughs> Destruction of private property and business. Yep. I've got something attached to that. Uh, poor hot dog guys in movie universes. Yeah. These hot yeah. dog guys trying to make a living just get their, get their fucking hot dog stands blown up. For years, that would be a great <laughs> villain origin story where, like, this guy, like, he got he gets his tenth hot dog stand completely wrecked. The insurance company, yeah. like, we're not we're not fucking <laughs> cutting you another check. And then he just like he just starts painting his face white, and he's just like, oh, I'm gonna show them. <laughs> he's going super subret. <laughs> that's that's our movie. We're gonna rewrite an action movie from the hot dog vendor standpoint. <laughs> oh my god, he's going red hot again. <laughs> uh, Jesus uh, when did they agree to let him take her out of the city? The cops never agreed to that. They, they it just that he's leaving with her, and they're like, ah, let him go, let him let him do it. Like, yeah. this is the problem. They never file any fucking like paperwork or anything for anything he ever does. Nope. Yeah, like the, the first time he assaulted his boss in the police station. <laughs> That's like a three day ordeal of paperwork, suspension, yeah. like investigation. Yeah, with pay or, maybe for that yeah. one. But, not when you're in the zombie squad. No, 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 no. You don't fuck with the zombie squad. That's a good point, yeah. Bob. Uh, personal armory trope, commando style. Yep. Yeah. So I think he's in the hotel, but he's just like showing all of us how many guns he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cobra can hear that Nutson's eyes are open. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be a joke that he's making or the like, man, he's good kind of well, content. God damn! Like you remember in Commando, I'll go into Commando again. But you remember when in Commando, where where the the one of the good guys that like is just a, a henchman, basically good guy who's gonna die in a minute. He's like, you think I could smell them? And he's like, Arnold is like, I smell them coming up wind. Half he, smell, he smelled like a twig <laughs> snapping. Right. He could smell right. the bad guys like a half a mile away because he's that good. Uh, so I wonder if that's what Cobra is. He can yeah. he can hear that Nutson's eyes hadn't blinked yet because he's just that good. He's that good. Um, I hate eighties romantic <laughs> songs that sound like Mario sixty four underwater levels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate that. Yeah. Do 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 do. I love you forever. Yeah. Do, 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 do. You know, that kind of shit <laughs> drives me nuts. Uh, I thought it was funny that, you know, like, I, I I, think that 80s movies, 90s movies even do this often, but they, they buy a bunch of dirt bikes for the motorcycle gang. Yeah. I think we saw this in, um, I want to say it was Samurai Cop again. Uh, and uh, Roadhouse. Yep. Anytime mm. that there's a, a gang of bikers in a movie that doesn't have a lot of budget, they just buy dirt bikes, and it, it really takes the credibility away. Yeah. Not saying that I like I'm scared of your average Harley guy, like he wants me to be, but like if you're on a dirt bike, it's even less credible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, why aren't the ten bikers shooting at Cobra while they're chasing his truck later? 
It's later in the movie, but yeah. they're all like chasing the truck and none none of them are shooting at him. Well, they seem like such easy targets. It almost seems unfair. Yeah, seriously, yeah. they're just like going like 40 behind the farm truck that they <laughs> abscond. And yeah. Cobra's got a like an AK-47. He's just shooting everybody and they're not shooting yeah. back. They're just like sitting ducks. It's crazy. Yeah. Also, the grenades are really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but they're funny. He's just like, and then blows up a bike, and it's just super yep. funny. I don't know what it is. Um, I got a few more. That's it. Bad cop shoots security. So the yep. the woman, the bad cop that assigns herself to be a part of the witness program, um, yep. shoots a security guard instead of Ingrid Nutson. Yeah. She, she could have shot either, but she shoots the security guard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a murder cult just for murder's sake. Right? Yeah. Not as many as Cobra, but I got you. Yeah, Yeah, he should be the ringleader. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cobra meat hooks the bad guy in the factory, in the industrial arena. He puts him up on it. Like, you've seen this before probably 10 times in different movies, but he picks him up and then fucking hooks him like a a cow. And and then he goes through a (laughs) human-sized torch. Yeah, a perfectly (laughs) human-sized torch thing that's supposed to do what like dry the paint i guess <laughs> stiffen stiffen the steel I, I don't know what the fuck that thing does but uh it, it burns bodies pretty effectively <laughs> stiffen the steel <laughs> please put that in there <laughs> i'm trying right. so hard to, to think of a a cobra penis stiff and steel joke, but I can't. Yeah. Um, so after after this ordeal, go ahead, Bob. It is what it is. Go ahead. It yeah. is what it is. It's funny enough on its own. Uh, after all of this, this ordeal in the industrial arena, uh, Ingrid Nutson comes back and Cobra's like, you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm all right. And he's like, you sure? And that's the, that's the, oh, that's the resolution. <laughs> That's the resolution for her having been chased by 40 people trying to kill her. Uh, yeah. She's all good. And then I wrote, and I kind of mentioned already, but all is well. He doesn't have to do any paperwork. They just let him leave with the witness on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> he just killed like 40 people. He doesn't have to fucking sign a paper that says that yeah. like it was all done legally. And, you know, there's no witnesses other than her. You know, yeah. he could have he could have murdered every single one of them in cold blood. And yeah, he doesn't I've... have to sign a paper. Over this summer, I've watched a few like police procedure movies from like the 60s and 70s, and they do a better job at police procedure than the ones from the 80s and 90s. Like, way better. Men in Black did a better job than this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like a whole audit area, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, You guys have any mentions before we throw it to the Magic Marvel corner? I do. I texted you guys about this. When Cobra is initially cleaning his gun with his frozen scissor pizza and listening to the news to figure out everything. They're like the night stalker claims his victims. He claimed the 16th or 17th victim. He does it by sneaking into their houses at night and killing them with like a hammer or a blunt. object. Yes. And all the victims we see are out in the street in public with an ax. And they're women. And they're women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and the whole thing about the, the Night Stalker is we're killing the weak. I'm like, no, you're you're ganging up on people. It's not killing the weak. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's not it's quite the, the same. 
Yeah, it's the Night Slasher guys, not Richard Ramirez himself. Like, yeah. if if anything, yeah. they should be recruiting Stallone as like their number one guy. They really should. I mean, he like they can start calling themselves the Zombie Squad, and they yeah. can just start going after women in the night. Like, I don't think Stallone would or Cobra would have anything to say about that. That's a better Cobra. Some... What a perfect some... name for the ringleader. <laughs> it's true. Here's something to add to Rob's that knife in the movie yeah. was actually made for the movie. It's a real functioning <laughs> knife. Wow. It is not it is not a prop. <laughs> it is it is not a prop. It actually cut the lead guy a little bit. Well I, I wonder if they put it on the meat hook and threw it through to stiffen the steel a little before they yeah. used it. <laughs> Old steel stiffening. <laughs> All right, if we have nothing else we'll throw it to Rob's Magic Marble Corner. Yeah. Rob's Magic Movie Corner. And this one's fitting because we're we're doing a uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Which How about that? Spider-Man. I, I Spider-Man. enjoyed, and I've also read that the other two are even better. So I'm excited to. I like them all. Yeah, I've seen them all. I, I like I them all. The third one's fucking fantastic, and Tom Holland would refuse to sign on to a fourth one unless it tops the third one, which might be impossible. Wow. But I haven't gotten okay. there yet, so we'll see. Nice. Bob, you or me? I think it's me. Yeah, I think so. Uh, who's the best Spider Man? Honestly, it's too soon to tell, but I like Tom Holland. Um, okay. It's like, I, I, I have an attachment to Spider Man. I used to read. The, like that I read all the Amazing Spider-Man growing up, and like yeah. all the variation, the sensational Spider-Man, the Fantastic Spider-Man. Like I, I do yeah, yeah. like Amazing. that story arc, but like it's hard to tell because this one actually does something that I criticize other Marvel Marvel movies for not doing is they don't tell you the origin story. It's straight to action, and he folds it in through dialogue. Yeah. Oh yeah, a spider bit me. Such and such happened. I have these web cartridges. Like the end. It's just yeah. So th- the fact that we didn't have to deal with the sappy like Uncle Ben story, or yes. that shit, kind of yes, much it makes me like makes me like Tom Holland's version better mm-hmm. because, but like if he did have that arc, I'm not sure if I'd like it as much. So right now I'm saying Tom Holland, uh, we'll see. Fair. You said Uncle Ben. Is that like the rice guy? Yeah, it's, but it is. It is Uncle Ben. Name in Spider-Man <laughs> is Uncle Ben. They actually changed the name of Uncle Ben's uh, because of racism, by the way. Really? No kidding. It's, it's called like Ben's recipe or something like that. Anyway, oh, fuck off. It's now it's called now it's called Uncle Tom's rice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Chris stole my question, so I'm just gonna ask: yeah. Did you have you seen any of the other Spider-Man films that came before this one? Yeah, I've seen all the Tobey Maguire ones. Tell me, tell me, my Spider Man, I think. I, I okay, like, he, so he then, yeah. so then I only saw the very first one, the Tobey Maguire one. Do you prefer any other actor or too soon to tell, like you said? I don't remember the other because they, they, they Andrew they rebooted, Garfield. They rebooted yeah. the Amazing Spider Man. I liked, I liked the writing in that one because they actually did the origin better than the Tobey Maguire ones. But that's not an acting thing; that's just like a writing thing. Yeah. So I think I like Tom Holland the best so far. I think it's just like, I think the fact that he was a kid and like he's super eager to like join the Avengers. Yeah, I made it. That. It was believable. Like yeah, he's constantly texting, constantly texting happy to yeah. see if he can do a mission or whatever. Yeah. And there's like FaceTiming and, and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Go, Chris. 
Uh, Michael Keaton is a good actor capable of playing a sympathetic but uh, menacing bad guy and an eccentric but steadfast good guy. What is your favorite non-comic book Michael Keaton film? And then I'll tell you mine. Okay. Um, I, I like Beetlejuice and I'm excited for the sequel. I'm not sure if that was ever a comic or not. But I don't know. Um, Birdman, which is like comic adjacent, but I, I think that was just a fucking great movie. Start have finish. you have you seen The Founder? I think it's a Netflix original. That is on my know. short list, and I really want to watch it soon. It's yeah, fucking, I want to watch that too. It's fucking it great, guys. Check is it, it out. good? All right. Yeah, cool. but then again, what what is my opinion worth? I, I just like Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained, you piece of shit. I can't anyway, believe it you're, came out. I you're... can't believe it. <laughs> Bob doesn't like Tin- Tarantino. He thinks he's a bad director. He said so. Is that what I said? <laughs> I'm going to let that sit out there because I, I, I've been told I don't like Italians either, and, and I like Rob's anyway. Yeah, uh, he, like, I'm he doesn't like Italians. He doesn't like Tarantino. <laughs> Email us. Tell him why he's wrong. Tell him why you're mad, folks. All right, Rob. I... I didn't watch this, as I've mentioned before. I don't watch Marvel movies. Yeah. But can the MCU exist without fucking Iron Man? No. Not, not the way they built it, no. I think <laughs> I think overall, if you consider all the comic book properties, and, like, they don't really... They, they do all the world building in the comics, to my recollection. I'm not, like, a massive fan, but I did like the Spider-Man comics quite a bit. But, like, the, the, the way they're doing the crossover, the fact that they started with Iron Man, that he's kind of can't really do it without him oh wow i feel like that's that's why they killed him off because they were like all right that's enough he doesn't have to be in every goddamn movie yeah but, like, <laughs> but he so kind of does because it's falling off robert, to robert downey yeah. jr's credit like he does carry that role really well oh like, yeah he, so well. Sure. He is, i love he is one of my he's favorite awesome. in in the mcu yeah he's awesome he, he is great i was thinking about being really crass for my third and, and making some kind of like when you get older as Spider-Man, do you produce less webbing? Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I, I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to say, <laughs> why does a spider grant super strength? I never understood that. Ant-Man should be the one with super strength, given that answer can lift like 10 times their body weight. Yeah, I don't know. That was, um, I never really fully explained it. And like, he doesn't have, like canonically speaking, I don't think Spider-Man does have super strength. He, he could jump and he's able to, he's very agile. He, so he doesn't, it's rare for him to get hurt in the first place, but he took a fucking beating and he didn't even bruise. So I, I don't understand. Yeah, I I, I feel like from. in every fucking Spider-Man movie and comic, he's like he's got like eighty times the average man's strength, and I just don't understand because yeah. spiders don't spiders aren't that. You know, yeah. so I don't I don't get it. I don't know. I think it is hmm. future. They just want him to also have super strength. Yeah, probably because then he's more powerful. You're yeah. in the future now, Rob, so you can't say that's that. That's true. You are. Yeah, you are. But my, my laptop clock is still an hour away, so I'm like looking at Nashville time, but I'm like, oh, it's almost 11 o'clock, isn't it? Yes, it actually <laughs> is. Yeah, it actually is. All yeah, right, last okay. question, and this is a personal one. Would okay. you prefer that I keep myself from these movies or actually watch the next one when you do? Oh, I don't give a shit. Um, let's see what's next, and I'll answer the question. <laughs> so let's go to... Let's go I to can answer question. it for you, having seen it already. Uh, I'll tell so you whether to bother about Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that that fucking watch that. That's the best one. It is literally okay. the best MCU movie. All right, Bob, watch. Am watch I, am I gonna understand it? It doesn't matter. 
Okay, good. If, if, that, you know, if, you know that Thor, if you know that Thor is a thunder god and you like Jeff Goldblum, then watch it. Okay. I saw the first Thor. I saw the first Thor. Okay, you're fine. You'll get it. Nice. Okay. You won't understand why he's where he is, but it won't matter much. They'll, they'll, nice. Marvel's very good at explaining everything to you every scene. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a soap sure. opera. <laughs> you will like if you don't like Ragnarok, then I no longer respect your opinion, and uh, we'll vote with Rob to kick you off the pod. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't that good. Sorry. Oh my god, he said it on the pod. I wasn't even going to make him say it out loud. Yeah, but uh, but I did accuse him. I think earlier. Yeah, I just, didn't, I just didn't. I just didn't like it that much. You're weird. Uh, let's start with the bad credit names. <laughs> You're the biggest liar of them all. I am warning you. You tell me another, and I'll rescue myself. That is a promise, Miss Rose. Of course, another plant, Rose. Bad credit names. Okay, this is weird because. As I uh, detailed before, Bridget Nielsen's character is Ingrid Knutson. Janet Janet Knutson is a person in the credits. Oh. Okay. Uh, Branscombe Richmond. Ew. Wow. Yeah, that's a weird one. I only have two more because there wasn't much. There really weren't a lot of people involved in this movie. But these ones, I think, are pretty good. Pretty strong. Claire Nono. (laughs) I like it. And then, <laughs> sorry, I need to amp myself up for this one. Marty November. <laughs> that's, that's our winner for this week. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, that's all we got. Let's throw it to the uh, movie comparison. Yeah. Now it's time for the movie you've all been waiting for. It's time to compare the movie. Old Dogs and Cobra. Worse. God. (laughs) Negative 57 for Old Dogs. Cobra, just a 52-8, which is a great score, but it loses to Old Dogs unless you guys feel like those are close enough to wash, which I know. Uh, Cobra, a 4-5 for Rob. Old Dogs, a 4 for Rob. So we have a 1-1. Nice job, Rob. Two weeks in a row. Uh, So 1-1, headed into offensive. We'll skip that for now. We'll we'll head to the mini game. Let's go to dialogue. What do you think was worse, guys? I'm gonna say old dogs. I'm gonna agree with you on old dogs because yeah. I think I think failed comedy is worse than failed drama or action. I think so too. I agree. Production sledgehammer editing for old dogs or rewrites and cuts for Cobra. This feels like a a wash to me. It feels almost like the same thing. A little bit, but Cobra, in my opinion was just a much worse production. Cobra, at least Old Dogs, like, Old Dogs suffered from the, let's do a bunch of jokes and try building a storyboard around it, whereas Cobra, like, as Bob revealed to us, had a completely different story, and they couldn't salvage it, really. So I Fair enough. Well, that's uh, two to one, then. Well, uh, so it's two two, uh, heading into acting, and I don't know. I, I feel like the acting is actually worse for Old Dogs, personally. I agree. Well, yeah. Fair. Wow. Okay. Uh, demerits, we don't have any yet. Uh, it may not be important, depending on who wins the offensive minigame. Do you want to mention any demerits? Um, oh, uh, you know what? We probably had some for old dogs. Let's see. Uh, I just didn't know. Shot actors. 
Yeah, it was, it child, was child actors. That's right. Uh, Seth Green, bad child actors. <laughs> and something we didn't mention for Cobra yet was too much product placement. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I like that. Cool. And which do you think is more offensive? Uh, product placement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't uh, Mac and me. You know, that's yeah. the only one that can't get away with it. Also, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going Cobra for uh, uh, Demerits, yes? Yeah. Which makes it, that's actually great because that makes it a three to three tie heading into the offensive minigame. Let's play that bumper. I can kill you now, or I can relieve you of this gift. This black <laughs> gift. <laughs> the not so mini offensive minigame. Tan Dan Oompa Loompa laughs. Okay. Or murder and marketing. Murder and marketing. I guess the murder uh, marketing. Really? Okay, I was thinking Tan Dan. Um, go, go for it. When it comes to offensive, I think Tan Dan. Okay, I'll, I'll be impartial on this uh, offensive minigame. You guys can agree or disagree. Uh, homophobic hardy hearts or cameraman making moves. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. I guess because oh, uh, they're both kind of objectifying people. Um, I guess the making moves because that's like a power play. You're... The way he said it was really yeah. offensive. It's, it's it's amazing when he's like, "Well, I guess if I have to soften you up, I'll take you up out to dinner or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> if you're not willing to give it up yet. I guess I'll buy you he's dinner. Is like, I don't want to marry you. I just want to fuck you. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, that brings us to the bonus round. Uh, cop witness bing bong or paralysis punchline? <laughs> God damn it. Um, I guess paralysis punchline because, like, they if they both they were both consenting adults, it doesn't really matter. I mean, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Wow, paralysis punchline that does it. So, Old Dogs retains with a 4-3 to three win. Old Dogs is the worst of season 10, 11, or 12. We're not sure. Yeah, 14. Uh, yeah. Could be 14. Next week, it is a good movie week. We cannot wait to uh, freshen our palates with some pulp in the way of fiction. That's right. We're yes. giving Travolta all the credit he deserves for how much we beat him up on this podcast in Pulp Fiction. I think it's 90, <laughs> what is it, 94, guys? Uh, it's yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And uh, believe it or not, it's a fucking um, amazing Quentin Tarantino movie, like most of them are. Yes. Put that out there. <laughs> sure, he's got a couple of... This you know. came out the year I was finishing high school, and I watched this on a senior skip day at the theater, and it was just... It lived up to every expectation. It was so good. Well, let me ask you this. Were you emboldened by the fact that uh, Reservoir Dogs was so good? Or or had you not seen that? At the time, I had not seen it yet. And what did you think of it? I like that one, too. Really? That's it? Those two? Hmm. Yeah. Just those hmm. two. Weird. That was it. Because, uh, you know, two. he's got Django Unchained. He's got Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> he's got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I, I'll give you that he was involved in uh, from Dawn Till Dusk, and that's not great. Uh, and he, he did he did cast Selma Hayek 
to put her foot in his mouth because he's got a foot fetish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I get that. He he choked one of the uh, characters from Inglorious Bastards on on stage at like some like late night talk show. I get, yeah. He he says the uh, he hard R's in Pulp Fiction. Even you'll hear it next week. Yes, he it's, does. It's, it's <laughs> off putting. I I get it. Uh, but he is an incredible director. And fuck you, Bob. Uh, Rob, why don't you tell him where to find us and and all that? www.theworstmovieevermade.com. You can find us streaming on streaming platforms. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on email. Bob does trailers. We do polls. Um, lots of goodies on on the social medias. Uh, and there's, yeah, just, uh, you know, go to YouTube, subscribe. We put the videos up every Sunday episodes. The audio version goes live every Wednesday ahead of the Sunday release. So there's lots of, there's lots of stuff to, um, you know, big things coming guys, big things coming. Big things are coming down the line. Yeah. That's it. Your last word, Bob. Oh, uh, it has to be steel stiffening. (laughs) I thought for sure you'd say fuck Tarantino. So I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, I'll save that for next week. <laughs> we're we're going a little long, so I want to play us out with Stallone cut. Ooh! Do you oh, even yeah. know what a Stallone cut is, little dog? It's a pile of ugly meat, <laughs> veins of tangy mayo, and drawn tightly over it all is a thin skin of sweaty pinkish cheese. That's what the prophecy, little dog. See y'all next week. <laughs>